Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the Listen, Learn and Burn podcast, hosted by Phil Williams and Jen Kay, co-owners of Lift, Learn and Burn, the online coaching service created to transform the body and minds of females. Getting out and getting steps in can sometimes feel like you're walking for the sake of walking, which is why we're on a mission to make your walks a little bit more fun. So get off the couch, throw your headphones in and get those feet moving. Oh, and if you're in England, it's probably best you take a coat because it's more than likely chucking it down. Every week, we'll be going in-depth into a specific topic related to female weight loss. We know how overwhelming and overcomplicated weight loss can be, so we make sure to cut out all the big fancy words and bring you the information that you need to know. And if you're not sure how to start your journey, then head over to our website now to get your hands on our free fat loss guide. Welcome and hiya. <laughs> Welcome and hiya. There we are. Is that it? Welcome and hiya. Have you not got more than that? No, that's all you've written for me to say. It's you now. You're on the next bit. Welcome and hiya. That's my bit. And then you go on to the, the the rest of the podcast. Well, no. You do the next bit. Then it's me. Then it's you. Then it's me. That's how you've set up today's podcast, haven't you? Correct. Welcome and hiya. Yes, I think. I don't know if I said that. Welcome and hiya. No, but I like to be different. I think I'd do it the way around. Hiya and welcome. No. Yeah, it is because it's hello and welcome to. Yeah, but we do things differently here. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the... Lift, oh, learn, and burn. You sound podcast. like you're on like smooth FM. Da. I do it proper. Hello and welcome. No, like do it smooth FM style. Hello and welcome to the smooth FM. <laughs> you, can't be... you can't. You have to say welcome to the lift, learn, and burn podcast. Hello and welcome to the lift, learn, and burn podcast, hosted by Philip Williams and Jennifer K. Oh, full title doing everything. Jennifer Louise K. <laughs> Don't give it my personal details like that. Jennifer has a middle name that we're not going to mention, Kay. <laughs> she can't be good on the radio. No. Why? Because you're from Wigan. What does that mean? Have you ever heard a Wigan on the radio? Not yet. I think there's a reason for that. But Unless that's... it's Charlie FM. We'll from... finish that. <laughs> They're from Charlie, though. <laughs> I feel like I could change that, that whatever that you is. You want to take a career change? No, I no, think no. the closest we're getting is Jordan North. No, I don't think I could do a career change. Just do a Ooh, little bit on the side. There you go. From Bolton. He lived in Wigan for a while. All oh, right, he's from Wigan then. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> I lived in Australia for a bit. Does that count? Yes. Okay, fantastic. Can you do an Australian accent though? I can just about do a Wigan accent and that's where I'm and from. Go on, try. What do you want me to say? Put another shrimp on the barbie. Put another shrimp <laughs> on the barbie. <laughs> 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 oh, I need to go to some kind of like um, what's it called accent lessons is that a thing I mean we, I don't no we've been through this you just have to keep listening to people with the accent and repeating it until you get it right is that what it is yeah you say this all the time but I just can't do it that's how I got good accents is it yeah you do the put another put another shrimp on the barbie you do it <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to listen to this back to you I bet I sound like I'm from probably just Wigan go on put another shrimp on the barbie mate why did you that put mate on the end? I don't know. I wasn't very good either. Is that not I'm terrible? not very good at the Aussie accent, I'll be honest with you. Cool. I have my niches when it comes to accents. I do. Up north is what <laughs> I can do. And even then, just Wigan really. Just Wigan. Yeah, just anything monotone. No, you're good at a Welsh accent. I'm not, I've told you this. I can only do it when that Welsh bloke's doing the news on the radio because I just copy everything he says. <laughs> All I can say is Welsh, we, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's as far as I can get. Anyway. Yeah. This week, what are we going to be chatting about, JNK? Other than accents and me not being able to do an Aussie one. Um, we're going to be talking about when life gets difficult. 
how to thrive. How to thrive. Because I think the thing is, like, life is going to get difficult for all of us at some point. Mm. Like, something's going to happen. Like, whether it's the kids being home for the summer holidays, which is affecting lots of people right now, I imagine. <laughs> Very relevant one. Yeah. Um, whether there's like a family family emergency, maybe someone's poorly, maybe you're changing jobs, maybe you got dogs. Also very, 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 very relevant right now. Yeah. You've actually, hopefully you don't notice because my editing skills are hopefully adequate these days. We had to stop the podcast already, didn't we? Oh yeah, because Reggie started barking over Literally, the top of it. I don't even know how far we're in because it doesn't tell me, but I reckon we're like three minutes in. Yeah, so this is relevant for us right now. Take we need two. to um, take our own advice or maybe breaking a leg because we genuinely... I've just had a client who's joined us this week with a broken leg. Yeah, she literally... Well, it was a foot, but it was the day before, oh, foot, wasn't it? Sorry. She broke a foot on the Monday, I think. Signed, Signed up on the Tuesday. <laughs> Love that. So if anybody's sat listening to this thinking, oh, I'm just waiting for the right time. Well, someone just broke the leg and signed up the day after, so I don't think that right time's coming for any of us. <laughs> just drop us a message, do it now. Yeah, no, but it is, it is true. Like, literally life will throw us a curveball, like... <laughs> There'll always be things that happen that we don't expect to happen. We can't plan for them. We can't predict them like a blooming worldwide pandemic. Like mm. that one hit us all in the face this year, didn't it? I'm not sure. That's a phrase. Hit us in the face? Yeah. It felt like that. It did feel like that. Mm. I think that's why I went with that. Mm. And I think when kind of situations like this happen, I think a lot of people's gut reaction is just to give up. They see it as like a sign, don't they? Yeah. Oh, if this is happening, then maybe it's not meant to be. Or, or that thing just takes up so much mental energy mm-hmm. and, and so much effort in your life that you feel like you've not got the energy to give to yourself, basically. Mm-hmm. And I think that's... I mean, you can all relate to that. You can you, Maybe it's happening to you right now. Maybe it's just happened to you. Maybe you can think of a time in the past when something's happened to you and it's just taken up so much of your time, energy, thinking power that you just gave up on everything else that meant looking after you, basically. Absolutely. And the way that we like to talk about this is we, we believe that, and this is something me and Jen have done as well, by the way, this is definitely a very good story about our past self, isn't it? That we yeah. used to treat life like a light switch. So as we all well and know, all well and know. As we all well and know. That doesn't make sense, does it? Not at all. As we as all we well all know. know. As we all know. Um, <laughs> all well know. I hope that some of you know how to say that sentence, because I don't. As we all well know, potentially it might be that, um, a light switch has two options, on and off. And I feel like that's how a lot of us treat our life, our working life, our weight loss, our anything. We're either doing it or we're not. Yeah, we're either working on ourselves or we're not. Yeah, we're either like, all oh, right, this week I'm, I'm, I'm on it, I'm on track, I'm doing it. Next week I'm off it, I'm off track, I'm not doing it. I suppose that's the all or nothing mindset. The idea that you're either going full hog and doing everything or you're doing none of it. Absolutely. And the way we've taught ourselves to change this and the way that we now look at things is almost like we've got a dial so imagine the dimmer switch dimmer switch switch that you've got on the wall yeah the one where you've got two of them yeah you have yeah fancy because you've got two lights in your Mm, house very fancy (laughs) and you've got a dimmer switch for each one and you still do have the option remember to turn it on and off you can just press it in and press it in so you do still technically and i think this i'll come on to that in a second why i think that's important but 
let's let's start thinking now about all the different things that you're balancing. Like they've got a dimmer switch. You know, you've got a couple of the a couple of these dimmer switches on the wall and they're they're responsible for maybe one of them's responsible for living in, you know, a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Maybe the other one is responsible for your social life and another one's responsible for your weight loss goals. Mm-hmm. And you can put whatever you want underneath that. You decide, you know, let's pretend you're an electrician. You decide, maybe you're an electrician, you decide mm-hmm. where that wire goes to and what that dimmer switch is in control of. Instead of now treating things like a light switch where you go, yeah, I'm either losing weight or I'm not or I'm focusing on my social life or I'm not, you've now got the option to turn that dial down, which of course then means you've got the option to turn all the dials up. But what this now means is that instead of going, right, I'm going to be really focused this week on weight loss, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and I'm definitely going to just only focus on these things, which then inevitably leads to next week when you then turn the light switch off because you can't keep doing it. You've got a dimmer switch now, so you can, if you really want to, turn that dimmer switch right up, can't you? You can turn it up to 100 if you want. You can be going at absolute 100 mile an hour. But when things do get tough, let's say you're not in control of the work one. You're not in control of that work dimmer switch. That's in control by the powers that be above. And you didn't realize, but they've just turned that dimmer switch up to 100 mile an hour. Now, usually in the past, you would turn off the weight loss goal switch, wouldn't you? You'd turn that off, you'd switch it down. Now you've got the power to just dial it down a little bit. Yeah. Turn it down a little bit. I think you just, you've actually just uh, reminded me of a a different analogy Mm. that kind of links into this and how I used to feel. I used to feel that each of these areas of my life was um, a plate spinning. Yeah. I used to say this to you all the time, didn't Mm -hmm. I? I used to feel like all the areas that Phil just mentioned, for me, there was like um, IBS, social life, mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, food, um, training. Like I felt like I was constantly trying to run between the plates and keep them spinning, but I couldn't keep any all of them going, and they'd all just start falling off and smashing. And I think as soon as I stopped looking at it like that, and started looking at it as more of a dimmer switch, it helped me to go, okay, that one's turned up. Which one do I need to turn down right now? Mm-hmm. Which which is the one that can just not turn off, not stop completely, but which one can I scale back a bit? Which which one is going to take my priority, my time and my energy and which one needs to just find a way to take up a, a bit less of my brain space. So it might mean that you pick one thing to focus on for yourself. So it might be that you're like, do you know what, right now, work's turned up to a million miles an hour, I'm feeling stressed out my brain I'm going to turn up that mental health dial and I'm going to really focus on protecting my mental health. That might mean that um, actually I'm going to really scale back going to the gym because that feels like I've got too much on my plate and actually I'm just going to focus on adding in some daily movement because that feels a little bit more achievable for me right now. Mm -hmm. Or it could be that you pick just a couple of daily non-negotiables that you focus on each day that you know is going to help you with your mental health, but also keep you moving forwards and, and help you make the decisions that you want to. So it's just about, basically, even if we just simplify it right down to life turning up on one dial and the dial where you look after yourself needs to turn down maybe a little bit, but not all the way. And I think if we turn it down all the way we don't get through that challenging time. Absolutely not. And 
it's it's then it then becomes this idea of like, well, how do we get restarted? How do we get back on track when we're using that light switch analogy, mm. or when we're turning things off? When we just go right, I'm not going to focus on my mental health this week. I'm not going to focus on exercise and movement and food. I'm just going to not do any of it at all. Next week, as you well know, it becomes that little bit harder to kind mm. of that get yourself going again. And I think, you know, one of the most overused phrases in the fitness industry that I hear probably or hear or see on a day-to-day basis is, I just need to push in the right direction. And that's why. Because you are continually, 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 can't speak. Mm -hmm. Good job we've got a podcast, isn't it? Continually deciding to just turn off, to switch off, to go off, to completely go to zero, which is why you continually feel the need to get a push, you know, driven in the right direction but the problem is you want a push to 100 so that you can then at some point bring yourself back down to zero and then you need another push back to 100 whereas by using this approach you might take you know certain things down to maybe 60 70 80 percent out of 100 and that then allows you to go right well now last week was you know it wasn't perfect not that it needed to be but you know maybe i as Jen said, decided that I wasn't focusing on certain little things, but I was still doing them. I just wasn't doing them to the level that I was the week before that. It's now easier to go from 60 to 80 than it is to go from zero to 80 or zero to 100 like you've potentially been trying to do in yeah. the past. And it just, it gives you that, uh, just a little bit more headspace to do it, doesn't it? It gives you that, it just things are a bit easier and it feels like it's flowing. It doesn't feel like you're going from on it, off it, doing it, not doing it, yeah. winning, losing, smashing it failing it's things are going all right actually things are doing okay and something that i read the other week was about our our life our goals our achievements and our successes are a sum of our average weeks not of our good or bad weeks so if you absolutely smash it it's probably not going to happen 52 weeks a year if you have an absolute shocker you're probably not going to have them 52 weeks a year but those average weeks the ones where we just things flow Mm. everything's all right you know you didn't do absolutely everything but you didn't do absolutely nothing they're the weeks that matter they're the ones where we learn a little bit about ourselves and progress by one percent as well yeah i love that and i think as well a lot of people what a lot of people do is maybe the thing that happens comes out of the blue and like phil said you compare that week with the week before mm-hmm. and the week before you didn't have that big life thing that had happened and you're like, oh, well, I was doing this and I was doing this and now I'm not doing this and I'm not doing this. And I think it's really important to put some perspective on that. And instead of comparing your week this week to your week last week, compare your week this week. So with the life, big life challenge and big life event in there, compare it to the last time that happened and compare how you're dealing with it right now to the last time you had to deal with a big life challenge. Because I think it's important to see that week to week sometimes progress isn't what's the word i'm looking for it's not um linear yeah i don't think that's what i was looking for but i agree mm. it's not linear great <laughs> should we think of some more things it's not that you're not thinking of <laughs> yeah um it, like it, it's not comparable from week to week like oh, i was never gonna think of that word comparable who do you think i am i don't know if that's a word oh I think it is i'm gonna roll with it go on, you roll but, with it it's your podcast <laughs> thank you and yours Oh, yeah. I just accidentally scratched. <laughs> That's really painful. I just accidentally scratched my um, toenail on Phil's leg and he was really, really upset about it. I was really annoyed. I was trying to not mention it by just doing a non-verbal ow, but then Jen spoke about it, so never mind. <laughs> it made me laugh. And you've got my socks on. Uh, yeah, no, holy socks. 
Yeah, for Sunday. Are they? Yeah. Um, on a Thursday for that you? was the worst dad joke ever. I'm telling oh, you. I've got a worse one coming up later oh, on. Really? You were, actually, no, it's a good one this week. You're going to love it. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. So I think what we need to do is find a way to move forward so that looking after you, putting you and your health first, works with the current life challenge to help you get through it. Because if we can find a way to scale it back and in a way that complements everything that's going on, it means you're going to still be able to put yourself first. And when we put ourselves first, we're able to deal with more challenging situations in a better way because we're in a better headspace. So even if your natural instinct is to give up everything that involves looking after you when something big happens within your life, I think it's important to just remind yourself that if you can do a smaller scaled version of looking after you and putting you and your health first, then you are more likely to get through this challenge that you may be facing in a more positive way with a stronger headspace. You'll feel mentally better. It's it's just about finding the way to do that. And that's what we help clients do, I suppose, isn't it? Because we see this as a big part of your journey is learn learning the skills to get through the most challenging times like the easy weeks like we don't we don't necessarily need as much prompting as much support in those weeks but no. it's those harder weeks that we need to find that way of how how do we scale it down for us so that we can get through those more challenging times because the the trigger points for us all no matter what the trigger actually is the challenging times are the points where we give up and finding a way to move through them so that you get through in a positive headspace is going to give you life skills so that every time you get something challenging that pops up, you've got a plan of action, you know how to scale it back, you know how to keep moving forward. Absolutely. You know and how to turn that dimmer switch down. That, and just to finish on another analogy, because it's something I was chatting to a client about this week, I know I think I've actually mentioned it in a previous I will have definitely mentioned this in a previous podcast. I know me and Jen have spoken about this quite a lot, but I was talking to a client this week about um priorities and working out what to do. And what we did was we went through the glass ball and rubber ball analogy, which is similar to the spinning plates analogy, you know, mm. you're spinning plates, but instead of spinning them, you're juggling them. So you've got to imagine that every task that you've got to do this week is a ball, but some of those balls are made out of glass and some of those balls are made out of rubber. And it was mine and the client's job to sit down and think, right, well, what things this week are rubber balls and which things are glass balls? And by that, what we meant was, if we was to drop some of those balls, which one would smash and which one would bounce back up? And it's the ones that are going to smash that we need to keep juggling. And the ones that are going to bounce back up that we, if we need to, can drop. Because it's okay because they'll bounce back up and we can continue juggling it next week. But... What's really important to note is that next week a glass ball might be a rubber one and a rubber one might be a glass mm. one because each week's different and it works similar to the dial. Instead of you not stopping doing something, you're just allowing something to drop and bounce back up. So you're allowing something to go to 50%, 30%. So the next week it can be at 80%. And I know if we've run through a number of different analogies, but hopefully it's just give you an, an insight into the fact that things don't have to get in the way and they only get in the way as blunt as this sounds, is if we decide for it to mm-hmm. happen, you know, you can have the worst thing happen and we understand that that can feel like such a huge challenge, but it doesn't mean everything has to go to zero. Even if everything has to go to one, 
out of 100. As long as things keep going and ticking along, yeah. that's what matters. Exactly that. Exactly. Ready for me to put you on the spot, Jenko? Yeah, I'm just buzzing that we made it through the rest of that podcast without Reggie waking up, I'll be honest. Good work, Reggie. Well done. I'll whisper just in case he hears me. I'm scared of... Honestly, I feel like I've been speaking in a hushed tone. So yeah, you can't hear us. <laughs> it's us. Apologise for that. Apologies. Apologies for You that. ask them to apologise. Apologise for it. <laughs> <laughs> Say you're sorry. Um, I yeah. apologise for that. Hopefully we can get through um, on the spot, learn it or burn it. Without having to cut, depends edit, if adapt. I cackle at learning or burn it because I will. think my cackle is what I what woke him up before. I'll we'll be, be at the end then; it's fine. I'll just say bye and end it. <laughs> anyway, this week we had an email in from somebody called Sarah. Oh, an and, email. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Interesting. Do you know what? It was interesting Don't email because it, it's a good job I saw it, didn't see it. I know I had to see it and then archive it, so Jen didn't see it. Fortunately, Jen was out, so. Can you please? please don't email us the on the spots, but thank you, sir, for sending a question through. But if next time, could you potentially put the title as just for Phil or just for <laughs> Jen? Um, because then at least the other person will know not to open it. Very um, good point. Or just drop us a message on Instagram because that means that the other person is very highly likely to not see it. Yeah, I so need one for next week, so drop hit me, me up. Drop Jen a message. But this week from Sarah, she said... If you could, I think we might have had this before actually, because when I read it, I was I'm pretty sure I've heard this. But anyway, we're going to roll with it. Um, if you could go back to any time, we definitely ever. have had this one before. But I think I asked you. All right, that's all right then. Fantastic. <laughs> um, when would it be, and why? Uh, any time. Any time that's ever like from the Big Bang or from the um, I'm trying to think of all the different ways the world started. To be inclusive. <laughs> what are the other ways the world started? Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. Um, <laughs> I don't know all the different ways the world started. Apologies for my Is ignorance. Is it I mean, I suppose different religions have Religious different... Religious way and science way. Yeah, we'll go with that. Religious ways of the world starting. Yeah. And science ways of the world starting. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, like every single podcast, I'll get a message now from somebody saying, Correct. did you not know this? And did you not know that? No, I didn't. Or else I would have Phil said wants it. to know, so we yeah. message him. Kira messaged me last week. I'm going to go, aren't we? I'll bet the Harry Potter one. Couldn't think of all the Harry Potter battles with Voldemort. It was very, it was quite literally on the spot. It was on the spot, wasn't it? It yeah. was. I could, my mind went blank. Mm. And anyway, it wasn't even me. Where would you go I, back to? Um, and why? Uh, my gut is telling me, I think I said this when this question happened last time, yeah. like, when was it when like flapper girls were about? Was that like the 1920s or 30s or something? What's a flapper girl? Like when they have like the little bands on the head and the little... Oh, hippie? Dressing. No. Oh. Like the, the like, um, you've not seen uh, The Great Gatsby, have you? Uh, no. Uh, have I? No, I don't think you have. What was Leonardo DiCaprio. And they have all the big parties. No, I've not seen that. I was thinking of something else. I was thinking of that film with the, um, the circus in it. What's that called? Uh, great showman. Great shot. It's great something though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Est um, showman. I think that might be when I'd go back to. Don't know. I just feel like it looked like a fun time of life to is be that alive. Why? Just because you, it was a fun time to be alive. I just think the outfits look fun and stuff. You could wear them now if you wanted to. Who's stopping you? No. Yourself. Oh, you literally run your own business, Jen. Oh. You've got no dress code. I feel like I regret that decision. It's all right, Jen, because I don't actually have the ability to send you back to then, so you can change your mind. <laughs> you are still here. It's still 2021. I said I had a question that. 
I feel like I could go back to a better time. Alright, go on then. I don't know where I want to go back to. Jen, as we've confirmed, this isn't going to happen. You don't need to panic. Like It's not like we're going to send you back and you can regret it. Well, maybe I can. You, what you if can. I go back to... What if right after this podcast I go back in time? Um, well, I'm going to struggle, aren't I? Can you come with me? That's a good question. Would you take me with you? You'd have to. Would we change the hands of time? Is it the butterfly effect? The hands of time? Will oh, like, like one change makes everything change? One tiny little change? Well, it would, wouldn't it? Because Reggie wouldn't be sat in this room. Because we would have never have bought him. Would we we wouldn't someone well no because we can't have if we if we went back to the nineteen twenties. Right. Reggie wasn't yeah, born till thirteen weeks. I mean, even if he was, he wasn't <laughs> born till 13, 14 weeks ago. Well, it's not all about the dog though, is it? Yeah, we... it is at the minute. <laughs> it is, Jen. It's all about the dog. I can't think of any other times of life. The only other time of life that I can think of is dinosaur times. Dinosaur times. What's the What's the definition of dinosaur times? Don't know, but why don't you think of... I, I thought you was going to say you'd go back to like the Victorian age. Because you like a Victorian terrace. I do like a Victorian terrace. I bet they were cheaper back then as well. Yeah, a lot. Not the half a million they are and these days. And you can ride around on like, horses and stuff. Still and wear do that those today. big dresses. You do realise that all these things that you want to go back for, you're still allowed to do now. You can get a horse, you can wear a big dress. You're going back to a time because of the clothes they wore. They always look so extravagant. Wear them now. Do you think in a few, like 20 years time or 40 years time, people think that our clothes are extravagant and fun and want to wear them? Although the 90s are coming back round and I'm not happy about it. Someone sent me a picture of a halter neck top the other day. What's that? Oh, what? No. Oh gosh, I can't remember the name of them. It wasn't a halter neck top. It was the one with the little... Someone again is going to message me. I guarantee it'll be Laura Hurst screaming mm. at the microphone. It always is. Yeah. Um, She'll be punching her phone now. Yeah. She'll the not little, be screaming at the microphone. Where they, they've got like a little handkerchief. Like, is it a handkerchief top? Handkerchief Like a top. little point. The, like the end of the top goes to like a point. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think of um, Atomic Kitten when I, I hear yeah. that. I don't, did, did she have one on in the album yeah, they cover? Yeah, were up the 90s, weren't they? Yeah. And then the next thing that'll happen is people will start wearing her mascara again. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Does that mean I can have a full head of her? <laughs> Put it in, you know, it's like, it was like a mascara stick. You know what one of them looks like? I do. Yeah, and then you put it in your hair. Oh, and I bet they'll start wearing those little, you wouldn't have had these. Yeah. Probably You're not, You're going to no. joke about the fact that you did. The little diamantes on the little twirly things that you like twirled into your hair. Of course I didn't have So that. it looked like you had diamantes and they're definitely going to come back soon. I hope so. I can really style my head, can't I? Bit of mascara on my forehead. Diamante and back of my head. You could put mascara on your beard. Her mascara on your beard. Could I? Yeah. What would that do? I used to love them. You used to get those type of things in as a little um, free gift with your Sabrina magazine. Oh, fantastic. Mm. I, never, I never got the Sabrina magazine. No, did you not? Did no. you get the robot one where you could build a robot? You got a little bit of a robot every week. No, I got the art box where you got a little bit of like, paint every week. I love that as well. I used to get all the magazines that you get little free gifts with every week. I never actually... I just drew an apple in week one and then didn't do anything else <laughs> after that. <laughs> Realised I was crap. <laughs> Probably should have stuck with it. I might have been all right. Yeah, right. I'm not I'm not here for the 90s coming back, though, in fashion. I feel like my mum, when my mum was like, oh, you can't wear that. I used to wear that when I was a kid. That's what I'm doing now. Below tracksuits, when they came back, my mum was like, oh, no, I used to wear them when I was a kid. You're not having mm. them. Now I'm that person. What about them the Adidas pants that had buttons all down the side that you Papa could just whip back off? as well. That Papa's. girl on The Unorthodox Life was wearing them. She was, with heels. I'll not be wearing them with heels. Yeah, and she um, had the little... Buttons on the top of her head. She could she have had did. some diamantes in there and that would have looked great. Probably. Anyway, the 90s is back. 
So Jen doesn't need to go anywhere because everything's coming back. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to the dinosaur age. When's that going to be? Yeah, that's so true. T-Rex is knocking about outside. the 90s coming back before the dinosaur age comes back? I can think of one or two really, (laughs) really good reasons why that's happened, Jen. The main one being they're extinct. I feel like this section's getting longer than the actual educational element of the podcast. I think rightly so. Do you think? Mm -hmm. And I think the third bit needs to be even longer than the other two bits. No, I'm trying to put that bit off. Right, Jen. Did you know? Do you think... Don't just go into it like you're pretending you're telling a story. Because I know what you're doing. Introduce it. What? It's a learn it, I'll learn it section. I don't need to introduce it, you just have. Go on then. Did you know that Craig Davis is part of the Olympic Who? archery team? Craig Davis. Craig Davis? Craig David. Craig David or Craig Davis? Craig David. It got sent through as Craig Davis. <laughs> it's Craig David. Thanks for that, Caroline. You, you've, you've put a typo in there and I've just read it. Anyway, we'll start this joke again. You're already laughing, which is good. Did you know... Craig David, Bolton used to have a player called Craig Davis as well, that's probably why I read it. Craig David is part of the Olympic Great Britain archery team. Oh, is it? Yeah, he's the bow selector. Well, Reggie didn't like that <laughs> one, did he? <laughs> I don't get it. Was Craig David in bow selector? Yes. Or was Craig Davis in bow selector and you just spoiled it? Maybe they both were. No. I'd never watched bow selector, that one. Oh! Reggie's not happy about that one. I think he Reggie, says burn it. Reggie, oh, I mean, to be fair, he's picked a good time because um, it's right at the end of the podcast. Yeah, I don't. I never watched Bo Selector, so that one literally means nothing to me. I'm so sorry, so I'll have to burn it. Well, I couldn't stand Keith Lemon. Was an Bo Selector? I think so. Yeah. Right. Should we go before Reggie starts tearing yeah, the microphone to bits? Yeah, the last bit of the podcast from over here. We have no idea. In fact, I probably speak. Hello. I think I can probably hear you. Do you think? Yeah, because it's on the screen. There's like the lines and stuff popping up. So. So this week. I don't think you need to shout. You don't need to shout. From the other side of the room. You probably don't need to shout. You're good. Okay. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in. Like it, rate it, subscribe it. Someone come and look after Reggie so we can record the podcast next week. Anyone's free for an hour (laughs) next week. Come and look after him. Genuinely. You can, we will let you come in, look after him for an hour. You get to meet him, feed him, treat him, play with him. Go yes. do that. And then we can record a podcast. And you'll get to listen to the podcast because we'll just be upstairs doing it whilst exactly. you can win her. Right, anyway, we're going to go make sure Reggie please, doesn't eat anything. Please like it, rate it, subscribe. It really helps us. It does. It means a lot. Have a phenomenal week. See you all later. Bye.